0: America Meditating Radio Show, we collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts 24-7. Hi, I'm Sister Jenna. Join me and guests on Blog Talk Radio as we amplify stories that compel us to be more for ourselves and everyone else around us. The Meditation Museum in Silver Spring, Maryland offers a variety of courses and activities to make your life go a whole lot smoother. Located at 9525 Georgia Avenue, you will be able to experience the beautiful silence that's in the space. There are courses in Raj Yoga Meditation, Positive Thinking, Stress-Free Living, and Personal Development classes. For more information, call us at 301-588-0144 or visit us online at meditationmuseum.org.
1: I want to show you something. Each day around the world, 5,000 people are infected with HIV.
2: That was over 20
0: years ago. We've come a long way in the science and treatment of HIV.
1: But
2: the
0: disease hasn't gone away. So why aren't we talking about it? Today
2: we have the tools to make HIV history.
1: Let's finish what we started. Because the world needs you to live.
0: I was 11 years old at my first national championship. I fell I don't know how many times.
1: Michelle Kwan is the most decorated figure skater in U.S. history.
0: When I had a dream. My dream came true because I dedicated myself.
1: Dedication made Michelle Kwan a champion.
0: I was passionate about something, and I made sure that I worked hard for it.
1: And dedication can make your dreams a reality.
0: Whatever your dream and goals are, they can come true.
1: Dedication. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com.
0: Feeling overwhelmed, anxious, and stressed during this political campaign? Well, it's over. And there are spaces that touch the heart and soul in ways that you will not find anywhere else. Peace Village is a learning and retreat center that offers weekend retreats on a variety of topics where you can learn to meditate and study deeper aspects of yourself. For more information, go to peacevillageretreat.org or call at 518-589-5000. Welcome everyone. That was our wonderful Dinah Ross. Reach out and touch someone's hand and you're listening to America Meditating Radio and it's the day after and I guess we could feel the energy in the air and the need for healing and the need for reconciliation but the need to check what is it that we've learned through this process and how has it actually changed our lives and even shaped us. Are we better people? Are we moving forward into um, a space of awareness that we can actually show glory rather than devastation? I'll leave that up to you to uh, contemplate on because we're looking at a time where we're being called to raise not only our own vibrations as people, but to be able to sustain our vibrations so that wherever we go and whatever we do, it can touch the heart and the mind of another Person. We have a very special guest today on the air. We actually, I actually had the fortune of joining her for dinner for the Elizabeth Taylor AIDS Foundation about a month ago. And what I witnessed was just somebody who's very down to earth, very natural, very real. And today on the AM show, we're, welcome to, we're honored to welcome Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi is an award-winning comedian, actress, producer, and human rights advocate, and as well as a longtime host of the daytime talk show, The View, Whoopi is one of a very elite group of artists who have won the Grammy Academy Award, the Golden Globe Emmy, you name it. Since 1985, though, she has appeared in more than 80 film and television productions. That's a lot of working, folks. And most notably, Whoopi is equally well-known for her humanitarian and philanthropic efforts. It has brought attention to countless causes, including aid, children's issues, health care, homelessness, Substance Abuse, to name a few. Today gives me great pleasure to welcome my wonderful sister, Whoopi Goldberg, to the air. Welcome, Whoopi.
2: Thank you. That was so quite nice a build-up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my my role is not to bring you down. It's to keep you up. <laughs> Goodness, thank you. Thank you. We've been through a lot for the last 18 months, and we continue to go through a lot. I held a program at the museum last night, and it was about taking souls to the polls, and, and what kind of a spirit of consciousness we could actually approach the election. And I had a variety of faiths on the dais, and many of them gave us techniques and ways to prepare for November the 9th. My question that I asked everyone on the stage is, how much have you changed since these past few months? And I have to tell you, the answers were varied. It's like some people were more angry, some people were more rooted in their faith, but some people were also called to make a difference. Has these past few months changed you, Whoopi?
2: I don't think it's changed me. It's just made me aware that there's a lot to be done because there's a lot of very harsh... Feelings in the world and I
1: mm-hmm. I
2: want to make sure that I don't just assign them because of, because I believe that people thought things were going to be different somehow I thought people would be smarter with what needed to be done and as it turns out you know there are a lot of very upset people who feel that they don't have a voice in the world now, I have a hard time a little bit with that because I think of where we were eight years ago when he became president, when Barack Obama became president. So I mm-hmm. kind of remember what that was like and what it looked like for a lot of people financially and what it looked like for a lot of people just who were worried about sending their children to war. There was a lot going on.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
2: mm-hmm. I then watched people say, well, you got elected, but we're not going to do anything to help. And of course, you know, folks didn't. and then And folks really kind of lost their way, I think, you know, whether it was, you know, groups of people spitting on Congress and senators, people who have been serving our nation for a long time. And as it happened, several of them had come through the civil rights movement and watching them get spit on by people as they were approaching their job, the job that none of us want to do because we haven't run. Um, So I... I, (laughs) sort of watched, you know, people say, Oh, we're gonna shut the government down because we don't like what's going on or we're not gonna vote on this or we're not gonna vote on that and it sort of threw me. Yeah. Uh a yeah. bit because you had suddenly he you know the president's not American, he's mixed, he's not a. he's not born here. It's like, Well, okay, I, I understand that, you know, people need to buy into ignorance, but willfully like that, like what
1: mm-hmm. geography
2: tells you <laughs> why is President of the United States you still insist that he wasn't born here. So what is this really about when someone yells you lie in the middle of a speech? What is this really about? And I think it's about people realizing that the, the country is evolving as it always has. And Love that. nobody stays the majority.
0: And we both know that it's the minority that's always shifted history. We know that. Well,
2: yeah. You know, uh, and, and whether it was a religious minority, whether it was the minority of race, whether it was a minority of not so much women, Gender. but mm-hmm. years of women. I mean, it, it's ever-changing. This nation is ever-changing. And one of the things that I think we've seen that has people so fatigued and so angry mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. the conversation has become so impossible to have. Facts no longer matter. UN um, mm-hmm. And, you know, someone said to me the other day, you know, if Barack Obama had come to the nation as the father of many children uh, from different moms, people would would have been upset.
0: I think so, too. And what's interesting will be is I've traveled to over 80 countries, and every time I come back to the U.S., I kiss the ground, literally. There's just so much here. And I have to tell you. If you've been watching any of my conversations, I've been on countless, countless media outlets discussing the importance of raising our frequency of understanding and acceptance despite whatever Donald Trump has been or Hillary Clinton. Can we love them the same because they're God's children? Then the other day, I'm, out, I'm coming out of the Meditation Museum after conducting a class in GIFs whose bus is parked in my parking lot. Trump and Pence. (laughs) And I was just like So I'm like, okay Jen, here's a great chance to see if you really mean what you say.
2: Practice what you preach. You know Exactly. You have to. You have to. There's no way around it. And it's why we're always surprised. You know, the families of the people Dylan Root murdered church who said, You know what? We forgive you we are forgiving of you because
1: mm-hmm. we
2: know that God wants us to learn this. And so yeah. you're suddenly going, okay, this is, here's people who can say, listen, you took someone I love dearly and deeply, you know, but I'm going to let my faith take me where I need to be. Now, not everyone can do that, but I will say another friend of mine said to me last night, you know, I think that it's not all people voting for Donald Trump are racist, but mm-hmm. I think all the racists who are voting are voting. Yeah. So that yeah. was kind of amazing to me because it's like, yeah, not everybody, but those folks that you're concerned about, they are getting out and voting because they really believe that he, has, that he has the way. Until I think people wake up and start going, well, what is he, what is he talking about? You know, <laughs> I think it's it's uh, wherever you go, no one's going to be 100% happy, no matter who it is. So basically, we're going to have to do what we've always had to do as Americans, as we're going to have to make sure that the things that we want in place are there. And fight it from within and recognize that the laws aren't always going to give you what you want, but they're the laws.
1: Exactly. The laws
2: are supplementing someone else's, so not necessarily yours. I'm anti-war, but I understood that this was what the country decided, the president decided to do, and we needed to be in a war. So it's lasted 10 years. <laughs> We've tried to get out of it. And now people are saying, well, how much longer is this going to go? What do we need to do? Well, it's going to be up to the next president how to get us out of it and how to make sure that, you know, all the things that you think should be happening are happening. Mm,
0: so it's going,
2: to, it's going to depend on how we see ourselves and in mm-hmm. this process where we are.
0: And that's a big one there because when we knew that this was really going to turn out to be something huge where a part of the country would feel like they were not heard, they were left out, we are organizing an event on the 13th of November at Unity called Healing and Reconciliation. And what we've been doing is bringing together the blue and the red, everyone on the table, to just see how we can look at each other face to face. And like I told you, when I saw that Trump and Penn's bus in my parking lot. I had to look at everybody with love despite what I've heard and despite what I've experienced. So there's a lot of divisiveness. There's a lot of pain in the country right now. And what I'd like to ask you is what would be your thoughts to America in which we could apply some tools of thought for healing and reconciliation?
2: Well, I think the first thing that everybody has to do is just stop and be quiet Mm -hmm. and take a breath. (laughs) And take a breath, and then figure out what the truth is. Look for the truth, the real truth, not the one that you get half of, but the real truth. Do your homework. You want to reconcile, you have to know how other people feel and why they feel like that so you know how to come at them, because, you know, if you're coming towards someone who feels that no one is listening and that minorities are taken over and, you know, that they're getting everything and you're not getting anything. You have to recognize that. You have to recognize that this is how people feel. Or if you feel that, you know, people who are not as religious as yourself may feel like, well, you know, everything I don't like is going to happen now. Well, the bigger question is, how does it work for you? Are you forced to change how you are or are you mm-hmm. forced? Accept that other people may not feel the same way. If you're being forced to do something by law, if it's forcing you into it, then you can fight that. But you cannot fight what is good for other people if it's good for them. While it doesn't work for you, it may work for others. You have to know people feel very frustrated. They're frustrated by their inability to say, why aren't I doing better? Why are you doing better than me?
0: Yeah, and I think that hits your conscience when you try to put another man down for doing good. It's got to hit something in your spiritual DNA, at least if you're listening. And I know that in some of the movies that you've done, especially Ghosts, it had a really strong spiritual component to it. I know that seemed like ions ago because I was still, you know, (laughs) having a wonderful, you know, time back in the day. But this movie reflects your beliefs about life and afterlife, because this is where I'm coming from now. If I'm bringing you down, because that's the only way I feel that I can be up, do I carry that impression? In Indian culture, we have a word that we use called sanska. And sanska is the sum total of all the experiences that you have held that you are holding in your spirit. And you're carrying that for one lifetime and another lifetime and another lifetime. And what I remembered I loved about Ghosts, is that it kind of told you later on you come back. Is there any way that you think that movie or things in your life actually have revealed to you, you know, what your spiritual component is? Like, where do you get your spiritual strength from?
2: I think from all the people that I've met made sense to me. Like the Dalai Lama makes sense to me. You know, as do you. As does the the woman who was my grammar school teacher. She was uh, Sister Jean Fielder. You know, there are a lot of things that that have gone into creating how I feel about the world and things that I've seen. I mean, nothing tells you more about people than what you've experienced yourself. You know, it's very uh-huh. if you if you are a Christian or a Catholic person, you know when someone says, "Do unto others as you want them to do unto you." That is. Nirvana. Mm. Treat
0: people mm. the
2: way you wanna be treated, you're in heaven.
0: Mm. I love that, you know? wow.
2: So there are very specific things that we can all do to try to be better people. And, you know, unless you are one of the trilogy or, or a god basically really going through this your whole life, and pay attention to the things that hurt you so you don't do them to other people. Pay attention mm-hmm. to the things that make you feel better so that you can maybe make somebody else feel better. Make sure you're paying attention. Listen. Learn to me. That's those are all the things that have gone into creating my, you know, my chi. I guess.
0: Oh, I love that, everyone. You're listening to America Meditating, and we have the wonderful Whoopi Goldberg, and she's giving us some powerful tools how to keep showing up in life and moving forward. I love that your spiritual DNA, your spiritual component, is about is from the people that make sense. You know what, I'm gonna use that one from the stay
1: on. Yeah. I, I mean it's what makes to
0: sense to you. Which
2: is why you can be forgiving mm-hmm. of people whose sense you don't understand. And you can Mm -hmm. hear what they have to say so that you say, no, no, I'm listening to you in depth and I I do not agree. So you're not feeding what I need. Let me go over here and see if someone else is feeding. Because maybe you're going to feed them. Maybe you're going to be able Mm. to, if they're listening, shift how they feel and make an adjustment. And so if people aren't listening to each other, nothing's going to change because everybody's right.
0: Let's talk about talking about lifting up others and breaking down barriers. You've been invested in this very important series on oxygen called strut. Mm -hmm. I even saw the trailer and I was like, oh my gosh, could I get that outfit over my sari? Because (laughs) these players are really dressing so... (laughs) I want you to tell us a little bit about the Oxygen series, Strut, which I know that you're the executive producer. What impact is this show having on um, breaking down barriers in the modeling industry and encouraging, let's say, more acceptance and understanding for one another?
2: Well, here's the thing. I don't know that it's breaking down barriers in the modeling industry. I think what it's doing is putting a face to what has generally sort of been a, a stereotype. You know, Uh uh, Mm -hmm. one of the things that you learn about different folks who who feel different than what they are born, she got an understanding of why, and you realize it's not a joke. It's not something that's never been. It's always been part of us, but people were unable to hear. And some people, you know, in the 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s made the choices and went and got their reassignments and have stood very strong, but it's been very dangerous for people you know, to say, yes, I'm a transgender person. It's been very hard for their families to accept. And this is what we're seeing. You know, we're seeing uh, folks who said, listen, I'm not doing this for attention. <laughs> you know, This I've mm-hmm. grown it up this way my whole life I've known this difference. I've known it. And what you see is people, families struggling to understand. But I, you know, I annoyed some people recently, and maybe uh, I will annoy them again, because I was trying <laughs> to explain why I thought everybody, <laughs> particularly religious people, should calm down.
0: So mm-hmm. I said into that. But did you,
2: <laughs> if you're a Christian or you're a Catholic, you believe that God created Adam, yes? We all mm-hmm. say yes, that's, that's what we believe. And when God realized that Adam was, perhaps needed a, another person to be with him, God didn't create Eve from the dirt. She went into Adam and pulled a rib. So if God is okay with a duality, why aren't we?
0: Mm, mm, I get that. Nice. I so, can see how you could ruffle some feathers on that one.
2: Well, but it's, uh, I'm simply saying what has been said.
0: What you been cannot, told, if right.
2: you're a Christian or you're Catholic, you can't deny that God created Adam. You can't deny that God took Adam's rib and created a woman. So what? That's if the that problem. is in you, if that is in us, that's what the books say. I wasn't there, you know, I don't
0: know for sure.
2: But based on this, I have to think God knew something that he was waiting for us to get smart enough to recognize.
0: You know, I think that's why um, one of the messages that I keep conveying is to see the other as a soul beyond the gender, the color, the title, the role. Because I think that if we get attached more to the virtues and the qualities of the spirit rather than the attachment to your role or identity, it just gets crazy. And I think we move so far away from our divinity and I think our ability to be charitable people. I mean, you are involved with majority of charitable causes and not everybody gives back. But why has it been important for you to keep giving back in this lifetime?
2: Well, because it's what my mother said to do. If you have a crust mm. of bread, you cut the crust up and share it with as many people as you can and they will mm. do the same. There you so go. I, I figure, you know, my mom was pretty smart. And so I do, I I try to do a lot of what she told me. I don't always succeed, but (laughs) for the most (laughs) part, I I try. But, you know, her thing was always, you know, you never know who's going to need something. You never know how you can impact somebody if you can help. If you can't, it's okay. But if you can, do. Amen
0: to that. That's her. Amen to that. That's beautiful. That's how my
2: brother and I grew up.
0: Bless her. As we come to a close to our beautiful chit-chat, what's your best vision for yourself that would make this world a better place?
2: Well, I'm just going to keep stepping in it and stepping out of it and learning. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. I'm going to keep making mistakes and try to get better and cop to them when I make them and just try to say what I think and not hurt anybody. And if I end up hurting somebody, being aware of it and, and apologizing.
0: You're beautiful. Whoopi Goldberg, thank you so much for joining us on America Meditating Radio. And especially after this election series, I think I really want to hear the amplification of how important it is to just stop, pause, and accept. Thank you. My sweet sister, blessings unlimited to you, and wish you well.
2: And to you too, my sister.
0: (laughs) Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Stop, pause, And just accept. I think it's a cycle. Okay, if you were the center of attention and now you're not, it's okay. There's going to be another group, another color, another religion, another gender that's going to be their time to be in the the center. They're the ones that are going to be seen and appreciated. Celebrate. Just celebrate them. So the day after, we are looking at healing and reconciliation. No one loses here. We're all winners. We're all Americans. We're all friends of America or residents of America or here because it's the land of opportunity. We are winners because we are here on this land that says if you work hard and if you give from your heart and listen to people who make sense, you might be moving towards more of a charitable lifestyle rather than one that takes, and when you get so tired that you can't take anymore, you get frustrated, or when there's nothing more for you to take because what folks have given you is not what you want, you've got to turn within. You've got to find your spiritual core, your soul, your light, your thoughts. You've got to take charge of your beautiful mind. So the more you remind yourself, that I, this energy, this living being, am in charge of my destiny, then I ask you, if you wish to be happy, abundant, at peace, intentions are true and pure, and have kindness and goodness in relationship, live from inside out, check that your thoughts connect either to the commandments, or it connects to your Quran, or it connects to the purity of your conscience if you don't even have a faith. The purity of your conscience, you can check that with how the vibrations or the energy of a one-year-old feels. That's purity of thoughts, that if your thoughts can feel like a baby, you are in your place of power. So today we wake up with healing thought and a healing vibration and we invite all of you to participate in a Day of Healing and Reconciliation on November the 13th from 3 to 5 at Unity Church, or go online to dayofhealing.us for further information wherever you might be around the country to participate in a program live where you are, and join us also. It'll be live streamed by Facebook, And we're looking forward to having you participate in whatever shape or format. I think the more of us that come together in higher thinking, the more we can keep moving forward. And to everyone that has endured this political campaign, to all the people both on the Trump and Clinton side, we wish you well. We send you love and pure feelings. It's got to have been a lot on you too. We're not forgetting you. As much as it was a lot on Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, We also know it was a lot on you. And today, we heal. Today, we wake up accepting. Today, we allow whatever this is for us to be what it is. You're listening to America Meditating Radio. We had the wonderful Whoopi Goldberg on the air, and she gave us some great tools. And I'd like to really just give a big shout-out for her contribution of today's conversation When it ends today's show, we have a lot to learn from Bliss and the singer's called Lucinda Drayton. Her CD's called the Bliss CD. This one's called To Learn. Take care, everyone, and thank you for joining us.